This is a 980 CKNW podcast. Well, you may have heard this story in the news, and if you're a dog owner or dog lover, you may be paying attention to something called the canine flu, and a case that has shown up in Ontario, the first cases in Canada, raising some concerns about this. So joining us to talk more about what it is and what we need to know about it is Dr. Bill Ignacio. He is a doctor with the Granville Island Veterinary Hospital. Good morning. Thank you so much for being here. Well, good morning. My pleasure. Uh, what exactly is canine flu? Well, it's, uh, as you would expect, it's very similar to the influenza virus that can affect people. Um, and actually, all mammals can be uh, affected by this virus, but it is a unique strain. So this is not one that people can get from their dogs. Um, but we do think that this is, it started as a influenza virus affecting horses that uh, I think it was in 2004 there were the first cases of this virus jumping to dogs in Florida. All right. And we've seen it. So this is the first time we've seen it in Canada. And it was two greyhounds that had the uh, the virus in Ontario. And I guess one of the, the thoughts being that dogs move around and we move around so much that it was inevitable that this would end up in Canada. Yeah, absolutely. Even taking all the best precautions, the way mobility works in the world today, it, it likely is inevitable. Now, the, uh, as I understand it, these particular dogs uh, were imported from uh, Asia and tested positive for what's called the H3N2 strain of this virus. And that seems to have uh, originated in in Asia, um, but is similar to a strain that had an outbreak in the Midwestern states, particularly Chicago, about three years ago. So it's not a new virus. It's one that's been around. Um, but like you say, it is the first cases in Canada. And uh, we, we knew this would at some point happen. And uh, uh, it's, it's more of a management and isolation uh, issue with, uh, with dogs that we expect may be affected that will prevent this virus from becoming an epidemic. So I guess on, on when when you look at that and that we were expecting it, because we do bring dogs in from uh, Asia, from different countries uh, to BC. So have we? Is it that we've been good at screening, or, or we've been lucky? Do you think that we haven't seen it here already? Well, a little bit of both. You would expect that certainly in, in over uh, a period of several years that there would have been some uh, cases into the country. But um, the uh, governments are very good at screening animals um, that are that are entering. Um, all dogs do require a veterinary inspection before entering Canada, um, and that's when you're going to pick up a lot of uh, these types of infectious viruses as they come in. So, yeah, it's a, it's a good question, but I think the protocols we have in place already are going to screen a lot of this before it um, before it becomes a surprise. Uh, but can dogs, much like humans, can dogs be carrying this without showing symptoms? Yeah, they sure can. Uh, the virus is highly contagious, just like it, like the human influenza strains can be. Almost every dog that's exposed to this virus will catch it, but 20% of dogs won't show any symptoms at all. So there is a small chance that uh, it can, uh, it, it's uh, a virus like this can uh, pass through our defenses and, and get in. Um, but, uh, but yeah, uh, dogs who are showing symptoms, they're generally quite obvious, and it's not something that you'll miss. The symptoms of canine influenza, again, very similar to the human strain. Almost always there's uh, a productive cough and a lot of like nasal discharge. These dogs will look like they've got the flu and, uh, and a high fever. So these dogs are generally feeling sick, and it's not something that's uh, likely to get missed in, 
those 80% of dogs that are likely to be showing symptoms. And are they something, something then if your dog is showing symptoms, is it something that you monitor or do you have to see a veterinarian? Well, the first thing you should do if you're suspicious that your dog might have some type of upper respiratory infection and you're thinking about the canine flu is to call your vet. The first step should not be to run straight into your vet's office with your dog. Um, Because this is so contagious, it's very likely that that's going to contribute to the spread throughout uh, the community. Um, Again, like with human influenza, the mortality rates uh, or uh, the uh, amount of serious illness associated with this is very low. Um, most dogs are not going to succumb to this illness. They'll have symptoms for, uh, you know, a cough and feeling crummy for 10 days to, to three weeks sometimes on the out, outside. Um, but there are uh, lots of other illnesses, including, you know, the, the more common strains of kennel cough that we see kind of all the time that will look very similar. So the first step should be to call your vet, talk about the travel history that your dog may have had with you recently, and uh, explain the symptoms. And your veterinarian will help you decide whether that dog needs to come into the clinic for some supportive care or if it can be managed as an outpatient. Uh, because do you, do you need to worry about it? And again, referencing the human flu, um, do you need to worry about things like dehydration and such? Yeah, so, exactly. Just like with people, it's, it's fluid support and um, uh, keeping their... Uh, if, if your dog is running a high fever, we want to manage that with anti-inflammatory medications. Uh, if there's, uh, if your dog is just not taking in any fluids, then you're right. Sometimes they need to be resuscitated with, with intravenous fluids. Those are really, it, it's less than 10% of dogs that contract this virus that we suspect need that level of, of intervention. And is there a vaccine for this? Yeah, there is. Um, You know, I keep making the parallels with the human um, uh, strains of this. Just like we have human flu shots, uh, the the efficacy of these vaccines are always questionable. The thing about influenza viruses is that they um, uh, will mutate very quickly. And from from year to year, the the strains are slightly different. And the vaccines that we've got this year for people are really based on last year's flu outbreak. So um, there's not, uh, we don't have, the vaccination is not going to be the cornerstone of our management of this illness. There has been a canine influenza vaccine for a couple of years now, but it's, it's not used frequently. Uh, this is not, uh, just like with, with people, again, it's really our at-risk population that we would consider vaccinating, like elderly and, and um, uh, young people that we reserve the vaccines for. And, uh, yeah, we use vaccination judiciously with, with our pets. Um, it's, it's really, if you're going to be traveling to a city in the short term where we know there's an influenza outbreak, it may be reasonable to vaccinate. But, no, um, while there is a vaccine, it's not one we're using a lot. So it's not something that dog owners should be concerned in that if you use a dog daycare or somewhere where you have to show that your, your dog has, um, has the various shots. It's not as though we're going to see dog daycares now requiring dogs have canine flu vaccine shots. Yeah. Well, we'll need to see. I think at this point that would not necessarily be a, a very realistic uh, recommendation. Um, but our, our, um, 
protocols in, in for this issue are, are going to be evolving, certainly. If and when we start seeing a lot of influenza cases in Vancouver, that might be something that, that needs to change. But at this point, no, I don't think that's going to be our recommendation. Uh, and you mentioned, too, that the, the flu vaccine, or uh, sorry, the viruses, they do mutate and such. Is that the concern also that if we do see a more prevalence of this virus in dogs, that it is going to mutate or we could then end up dealing with something that could perhaps be more harmful? Uh, that's always a possibility. Um, but even when we talk about like these flu epidemics um, in, in the last little, like over the last few years, we had the, the swine flu and that kind of thing. The risk for that is just that when the virus changes and becomes different and we have a completely naive population, meaning that, you know, our dogs have just never seen this type of flu virus before, a large percentage of that population will get sick, not necessarily get um, mortally ill. Um, it's less likely that this virus will mutate to be like a super flu bug that um, uh, is more dangerous. The the bigger concern with any influenza virus is that it may mutate and start to affect more species. Like if it um, uh, potentially can jump and start to affect um, uh, people. There have been some reports that uh, there's suspicion this virus has been able to infect cats in some of the Midwestern states as well. So, I mean, that's you just want to minimize the spread, and it's more um, uh, hygiene and husbandry that helps with that, and less less vaccination, I think. All right. Is there? Do you think it's possible that that it it is more prevalent that perhaps dogs do in other parts of Canada have this, but just it's gone unreported? It's it's certainly possible, but the truth is, I think it's pretty unlikely. Uh, speaking as a practicing um, uh, veterinarian in the city, it's something that we've known to be on the lookout for now for several years. We we know it's it's gonna uh, uh, come in through our front door at some point. So I think most veterinarians know to look for this and and have it on their radar, and that's probably why it got picked up so quickly um, in those uh, cases in Ontario. So, yeah, I think it's possible, but it's so um, contagious and so infectious that I think it's unlikely. If it's here, I think, well, if it's elsewhere in Canada, I don't think it's hiding from us. All right. Very uh, good advice uh, and information there. Dr. Ignacio, thank you so much for joining us this morning. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Have a great day. All right. You too. That is Dr. Bill Ignacio. He's a veterinarian at the Granville Island Veterinary Hospital talking about the first cases of canine flu in Canada. You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at cknw.com, the Radio Player Canada app, Tune in Amazon Alexa, HD Radio at 101.1 FM HD2, and on the AM dial, 980 CKNW.